Ah, ja. Hello, welcome to Barely Legal, the Comedy War podcast. Yes. And that was smooth. That was rightly done, wasn't it? I'm Alex Boardman, you're Chris Keogh, you're a barrister, I've got a law degree, we're both comedians. Law, and hopefully we're going to prove it with this series. I think, firstly, it's something you should be taught a bit about at school, and we never were. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. It's something that applies to you at all times. At all times. You know, it's like, it's like there's, a, there's a classic thing, and we'll come on to this when we talk about defences, is that ignorance isn't a defence yeah. of the law. So, you know, well, in that case seek to make people less ignorant of it then you know and it's not so it's not super difficult there's no way that a 14 year old could not grasp this is a murder this is manslaughter no this is how parliament should work this is how the courts should work with parliament to implement the law that all that's super easy and also basic things that affect you more than cost like i don't even know if it's still the sale of goods act 1979 it's probably been updated a million times since but everybody everything you buy needs you need to know that you know people can't sell you faulty stuff yeah, and then yeah. go oh you've not got a receipt you go it doesn't matter it's faulty people are entering into um, contracts left right and center with, yeah. and, and subject to terms of them without really understanding what any of that means you know and it's so it's basic and it's it's what other things would you teach people i think we were taught cooking but it was very irrelevant the, the, <laughs> the type do you know of cooking. it was because then i went to uni about four years after and i went what can i cook and i'm like oh i can cook a I think we we did cheesy jacket potatoes at one point where you forty five minutes of the lesson was cooking a potato standing around standing <laughs> and then you had to chop it in half, scoop it out, mix that with cheese, put it back in, and then cook it for another fifteen minutes. I think the lesson there, isn't it, is that basically you have to put is it a Mitch Hedberg joke where he says you have to put a jacket potato in the oven. Three hours before you think you might want one, yeah. just in case you do it want was one. Still you know? raw. <laughs> <laughs> what a lesson that is. <laughs> Cooking should be taught. I think you should be taught basic car mechanics, basic All right, stuff yeah. like how to change a tire. If you use it, it's up to you. But at least how to check your oil. I think that's part of the test. You know, is it? All yeah, right. but I mean, if 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 everybody knew how simple an engine theoretically is then yeah. it wouldn't be such a big mystery would it and you wouldn't well yeah you, you would you wouldn't have you wouldn't have that issue of going and again it's a bit like you said about the law is that you know there shouldn't be or, or there shouldn't be as many situations where one person has a monopoly of knowledge no because they can exploit you then you know what i mean of course they can yeah. and the same with health i think you should be taught about cpr maybe they do that now yeah they should i think i think i'm sure that my i'm sure that my daughter did something at school, but I don't know, I don't know that's compulsory or something that the school did. But yeah, but that I don't know. There's just there's just loads and loads of things that that you taught at school. Geography being the classic utter waste of time. <laughs> How many times have you ever needed to know about an oxbow lake? It's one of my, and I can tell you what an oxbow lake is. It's formed when um, a bit of a body of a river gets cut off from the main bit, so it floods and then. The, like the banks of a river flood on a bend, usually, yeah. and then water pools to the side of that, and then as the water goes down, the level goes down, the river carries on in its course, but you get this mini lake formed. Yeah. That's an oxbow lake. Yeah. 48 years old. Never, ne- ever, never, never you, once used that. Have you ever seen one in real life? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they might not even exist. You know? No, exactly. <laughs> well, and also, geography is basically the world. 
Yeah. So of all the stuff you could teach people about the world, Oxbow Lakes, I don't think should yeah, be yeah. it. Well, I did geography at, at A-level and we learned about moraines and, you know, like yeah. glacial sort of scenery I, and I can't all believe that you stuff. did it at A-level. I loved it. I really enjoyed geography. <laughs> but it's, it's like, totally right. who, who, but who, it should have been law. Yeah. It should have been an option to do law. Yeah, well, you, you could at A-level, but it's like at school. I think you should they should teach logic and critical reasoning at school. Yeah. And I think they do do it within certain subjects. I know that... Like teacher friends of mine go, well, it's a bit insulting that we actually do that. Like in history, we teach people to question sources yeah. and stuff like that. So there is there is that. But yeah, I think yeah, I think because then you wouldn't have people just doing this thing of either deliberately or innocently applying logic wrong to situations yeah. and going, you know, and and you know, and, and using that to sort of support the prejudices. You know, it'd be good yeah. that people could actually reason. You know, well, I sometimes find myself sharing things, and now. When it says, "Do you want to read this article?" and I'm like, "No, I don't." <laughs> I like the way it guilts you and says, "Don't you want to read this article sure before you this share first? it?" And you're no, like, I don't. "No, no, I don't," because I trust the person that's tweeted it, and it's like well, Professor Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I just uh, like I like the headline, and so I'm just going to retweet it. I don't know. I don't know if that's the. Deal. It's funny how you say about ignorance is no defence. When we were at school, there was like a shop nearby, and I remember like everybody at some point has probably been into a shop and tried to nick a Mars bar yeah. kind of stuff, and everybody did it. And then very quickly, everybody like did it once, and then was like, "Oh, that wasn't as much fun as I thought it would be." No. <laughs> and then the guilt had come in, and you'd be like, "Oh." Um, but I remember um, so one lad. I remember a few people put like put a couple of things in his coat, and he got caught, and he was like, "I didn't, I didn't even know." And it was awful. And the, it was the lad actually who'd done it. It was a bit of a dick. Good on him. Actually went, look, he didn't know I did it. And then he was like, a, yeah. it was like in the co-op and it was like a big offence and we had to have an assembly on it. And, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a case, actually. I, I remember. So, I mean, so, so the case, well, certainly the case I was remembering <laughs> was... Um, was <laughs> Was the Crown and Dadson George Dadson? Dadson. That's a great name, Dadson. Together, you know, like he's, it is. He's, you know, what's he called? Dadson. Dadson. That's easy to remember. I yeah, mean, yeah. Don't remember this case at all. He's, so his, I don't... he's his dad's son. You know what I mean? Like, is that how it works? <laughs> that format <laughs> that we've mm. uh, put in place. Mm. That's a bit of fun. If I'm honest, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think we ever did this case. No, no, no. Right, well, it's, it's an interesting case. It's from 1850, so it's quite, right, quite okay. an old case. Now, what it, what it does, uh, just to give it a bit of, um, what's the word, is it exposition? We need to yeah. explain things. We need someone, you know, that's your job here, isn't it? To yeah. sort of like ask questions that everyone should already know the answer to and so on. Yeah, when I don't understand, if there's like a general bit, I'll stop you, supposedly, but. I'm, I keep yeah. forgetting sometimes. I, I I like a good bit of exposition in most things. I'm, I've yeah. got older. You know, there's that rule in sort of storytelling which yeah. is show don't tell. Yeah. I think no, no, just tell me. I can't be bothered <laughs> trying to work this out. Now. Yeah. In in an ideal film, there would be a new character in every single scene <laughs> who would go. So what's happening here then? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then someone in there would have to explain. The you plot. know, when you watch Japanese things or, or like. Um, I think I think it's South Korean Squid Game and stuff. Yeah, but it's very like manga style, but everything's really compartmentalized, like as if you're reading a magazine. Yeah, and it's like this bit has now finished, 
And it feels like you go, this is, look, this man is a bad man. And then a consequence happens to him for it. And it, I really like it because it's just very, like, straightforward. Yeah. I don't yeah. like stuff hidden. You know, like a David Lynch film, there was a point where I was like, oh, yeah, let's watch David Lynch films. And now I'm like, oh, I'm just annoyed and confused. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what's happening. Why is that dwarf talking backwards? Yeah, it makes what no is, sense. What is going on? <laughs> like Mulholland Driver, I must have watched it. I really liked it the first time I watched it. I went, oh, that was good. And then I watched it again. I went, oh, I still can't really figure it out. And then the third time, and I was like, you're just dicking about here. This is the, then you're having to read several possible explanations of it. And you're like, oh, do you know what? <laughs> Give me squid game. <laughs> right. So so the so in terms of exposition though, like, just to put this into context, is that so we, we we've done um cases about Axis Reyes, and this is another Axis Reyes type yeah. case, basically. The act of doing something. The act of doing something. So obviously there's the mental element, the physical element. Now, there has to be proof of Axis Reyes to be convicted of an offence, which yeah. is what we've discovered. Right, there's no thought crime, so you can't you know, it's not like my, you know, like Minority Report where they're convicting people prior to them doing something. Yeah. That wouldn't actually be applicable in English law, um, you know, because a it's time travel technology which doesn't exist, yeah. <laughs> and, and b uh, we've not had to legislate according to that. You see, so there has to be proof that the actual physical thing has been done. Yeah, and so some some offences have different. Um, so there are there are different um, physical elements to to lots of offences. So, for example. Um, if you take the access race of assault, which is causing a person to apprehend immediate unlawful personal violence. Yeah. To break that down, right? So, causing a person to apprehend immediate unlawful personal violence, you have to prove each element of that, okay? So, for example, if um, someone caused someone else to apprehend personal violence, but not immediately, then that wouldn't be an offence. So, if someone phoned up and said, right... I'm in Sheffield and you're in London. I'm going to come down to London tomorrow. I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. They might have apprehended personal violence, but it's not immediate because there's this journey yeah. and the thing for the next day. Likewise, um, if, for example, a boxing match, they're both causing each other to apprehend immediate personal violence, but it's not unlawful because they're consenting yeah. to it. So, you know, it, it's and, and none of them can be convicted of that. Now, there is a case... I seem to remember that if I was to say to you, if you don't, stop saying that about my wife i'm gonna punch you on the nose and then if you keep doing it that's almost like a warning that yeah i'm i'm pretty sure that i'd be allowed then to hit you if you carried on there's there's potential well there's potential like for provocation and so on and, and different yeah. defenses and we'll come on to deal with defenses as, as a separate topic at some other point now this next case does because everything's interrelated this does fall within like a probably a defenses type case really um, the case of, of the Crone and Dadson. Um, but it, it's quite interesting because it has been argued that this is a case where he was convicted without having committed the actus reus. Now, I'm not convinced that that is correct, to be honest with you, but we'll go through the facts of it. And okay. It's quite an interesting interesting case. So, as I say, it's from 1850. It's in the Assizes, which is old worldy courts. Yeah. <laughs> so what would that be? One of the sort of, sort of like, like magistrates or is it one up? So would be so like... I think I think Kent Assizes is, is, is would be up from a magistrate's court. Um it's not quite the mags, but it's like there's a single judge sitting there. It's right. probably more like the Crown Court really okay. is what it is. Um now and it was it was dealt with by Mr Justice Earl at the first instance and then was considered on appeal um at a later date on the twenty sixth of November eighteen fifty. And that was considered by, so the team news is that we've got Justices Pollock, Earl, Williams, Martin, and Telford. 
So is that the so same Earl, Earl? Earl sat on the on what? the appeal from his own case. Can yeah. you? How can that? How can you do that? It was the old days. Good what you wanted. He's <laughs> <laughs> that literally way because that makes no sense at all. I've made this judgment. Uh, I'm going to allow the appeal. So, so he, but well, he, uh, he wanted to know whether his his judgment was correct. So he can like watch though, can he? Well, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. So if, uh, it's a bit weird that he's sitting on the that's really, on, the, on that's... the bench that's reviewing his own uh, his <laughs> own judgment. Have you ever done that? Like at work, you, like I'm thinking Sainsbury's. You get told off by somebody, and then you end up in a dispute. And it's like, right, we'll have a tribunal, and the person who you're accusing of doing something wrong is the is judging. That makes no sense. Just makes no sense. No. Well, yeah, exactly. But yeah. it's the old days. It's so, the old days. You know. so it's fine. Right. So, so the circumstances. This quite interesting. So, um, the defendant. So, D, so I've heard him as D. So it's Dadson. Yeah. Was um, a police officer. So he was a constable. Okay. Oh, okay. And he was employed to watch a cops. I keep reading it as corpse initially, which is yeah. cops as in like a small wooded, wooded sort of field. And I think is is a cops specifically for for the production for growing wood for timber. Don't know. I know it's in a it's in a wood. It's in it's like a small wooded area, isn't it? Yeah. You know. So anyway, and it's normally it appears in novels. That's the only reason. It's the kind of place where Meller would. Take Lady Chatterley. Yeah, he'd end up in a cop somewhere, and he'd absolutely <laughs> got to time on her. <laughs> it was very consensual, mostly. Actually, sometimes I don't think it was. Sometimes he, I think there's one time where it's not super consensual really? at first, right? Um, and then by the end of it, she's delighted, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So that's really. like we maybe we could talk about that in future about. Well, consent and submission, you know what I mean? It's It's olden times, isn't it? Because the amount of... I mean, if you watch nearly any cowboy film, the woman never really wants to be kissed, but the John Wayne character pretty much always forces her. And then about three seconds in, she goes, oh, this is so delightful, I've changed my mind. That's like a massive... Yeah, trope, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Now, I don't know if that is because in the olden days, that was just what... Like in gypsy culture, that's still a thing, isn't it? To grab what you like, you try and drag your girlfriend off or your new girlfriend. I'm pretty sure I've seen that on telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've, I've, I've if if that's not true. I apologize. Oh, you yeah. Apologize. Well, Chris oh, no. Keogh apologizes for on me. your behalf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I've seen it on telly. It might be true. It might not. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so a cop. That that was literally your brain went there from talking about a small area. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, but from this case, it's like basically wood had been being stolen from this cops, you see. Right. Um, I assume tim, you know, for timber purposes. Um, now, the constable, uh, Dadson, carried a loaded gun. Right. Like literally, not, not metaphorically speaking. You'd think um, this would be a, game, a, a gamekeeper's... Yeah, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? Job, but kind of. Clearly not. Um, and then the victim in this, so the, the which is a William Waters, he was called... Right. Um, he appeared basically. So while Dadson's there watching this one, he's got his gun there waiting, um, and he sees uh, Will Waters emerge from the cops carrying wood that had been that he'd stolen, hmm. right? And ignoring Dee's calls, Dadson's calls to stop, he ran away. Now at this point, there was Dadson had no other means of bringing him to justice. I he couldn't catch him, hmm. so he shot him <laughs> in the back over, oh, <laughs> over some wood. Over some wood, right? Oh, my God. And do you know what? He, he could have just been using it to heat his 
house. We yeah, we don't know what his circumstances yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. So anyway, he so he, he shot him. He, he he didn't kill him. He shot him in the leg and wounded him. Oh, okay, right? well that's better. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't know 1850 whether that's effectively a death sentence or not. I don't know. Um, anyway, so he was convicted though of shooting with intent to cause grievous bodily harm. Right. Okay. Dadson was convicted. Right. Yes. Of yeah. Course. Okay. So Waters. Um, had though been repeatedly convicted of stealing wood, he was like a repeat <laughs> offender. Maybe it's like a kink, right? Maybe he just gets Which, really yeah, turned off. possibly. Maybe she's like constant joke. I've got wood. And he constantly <laughs> does that. Yeah, Imagine. that's only like a twenty, thirty-year-old saying, isn't it? Yeah, that's an Americanism. Yeah, but I like it. It's a good one. <laughs> but um, here's the thing, though. So under Section Thirty-Nine of the Larceny Act, stealing wood was a felony. If the thief had already had two previous convictions for the same offence. Right. So, so I'm almost stop. like a three strikes in your house. Yes. That's what I was going to say. But there's a larceny, which used to be an offence. Is it still an offence? Grand well, larceny? Bit, well, larceny has been replaced by the theft act. Just the means stealing, doesn't it? Theft. Yeah, yeah. Right. Felony. felony. I only thought that was an American thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a specific type of, of like a more serious offence. What we would probably... We know just separate offences into indictable only offences and summary offences. Right. Meaning like indictable only goes to the Crown Court because basically it's so serious that it would have to, you know, that the sentencing would have to be six yeah, months a or magistrate more. Can... Magistrates only have a limit of, an upper limit of six months custodial that they can, they can hand out. So summary only offences go to the magistrate's court, indictable offences go to the Crown Court. You have either way offences which could be tried in either court depending on the circumstances. Right. Sometimes you can be tried and convicted in the magistrate's court, but as the facts have emerged, the magistrates decide that their sentencing powers aren't sufficient and you can be sent to right. the Crown Court for sentencing. So, there you go, a little aside there. That was go. a good one. That was a really good one. Right, so, larceny, summer, uh, no, larceny, felony, and then what was the last thing he said? So, basically, they think he's done it twice before, so it's three strikes and you're right. Yeah, basically. So, what's interesting is that Danson didn't know that at the time. He just saw a chap emerging from the woods with some Shut wood him. and shot him, basically. Oh, so. You know, you talk about police powers. It's mm. very, very in the news at the minute, yeah, especially yeah, with yeah. lots of recent cases. Sarah Everard being the most prominent one. And to think that an armed policeman is guarding some wood, firstly. <laughs> and if you nick Because unless he's got a truck with him, He's carrying an arm full of wood. You can't carry that much wood. So, and he gets shot for it. That's, I don't know. It seems like things were probably worse in Victorian. When is Victorian times? It starts about 1850, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm, 18... I'm, I'm never quite sure. I always think of it as around about 1870, but it's quite, it was obviously she was queen for a long time, wasn't yeah. she? So, it's probably um... about 1850, if not, it's Georgian. Is it yeah. Georgian? Yeah, Georgian, then Edwardians after Victorian, and then Hitler. Appears <laughs> <laughs> potted European history, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So he's been shot for nicking some wood, oh, so an armful of wood. So, so he's been shot. Um, Danson didn't know about his previous convictions at that right. point, so he, and he can't have been expected to know either realistically. So he shot him not knowing that. Now, what's interesting is that there is actually a defense, um, under the Larsen Act, which meant that. It was lawful to wound an escaping felon, right? 
So, <laughs> so and officer. to be a felon, he's had to have done this. To, to This has got to be his third offence. Yeah. So we're not able to be a felon. And felon, uh, so it literally means like serious offences. Interestingly, um, the term ceased to be used um, with the passing of the Criminal Law Act in 1967. So, right. Oh, yeah, wow. So, so even so, as recently as that, yeah, you'd yeah. be a felon. And, it's a, and as you said, it's, a, it's, a, still in it's still used in America. Yeah, yeah. And it just means serious, serious criminal offence. Serious crime, right. Because yeah. I always wondered if it meant the difference between like a state crime and a crime... So some, you could have a law in Mississippi that's not, in Louisiana, that's not the same as a law in Texas. Yeah. Um, so you and, mean like federal offences, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and, and yeah. I always wondered if felon was wrapped up in that, but it's and then not. There the, the probably is some element of that, I would have right. thought, in that it's, it's, the, you know, the will, federal offences will be the ones that are more serious, where they say, actually, this is so serious that the, the, the actual federal government will, Takes over rather will, than will just legislate Texas about it decide. rather than yeah. individual states. Um but obviously that's something we, we don't need to worry about that because we don't have... No, um, but let's we don't, speculate we don't have a re- anyway. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a, we're not a federal republic, so it doesn't really no. matter. Um, yeah, so so that's the circumstances. So he shot him. He, In theory, what he did was lawful on the basis that this chap is a felon and he's been, wo- he's been you know, he's wounded an escaping felon. However, he didn't know he was a felon at the time. So he was convicted of, of the offence, right. basically. Um. There, there, you know, there's a question there to be answered. So, Earl, Mr. Justice Earl, who who did the original, in the first case, the first, yeah. was the judge in the first, first case. Instance, sorry, yeah. Um, his direction to the um, to the jury was that the fact he didn't know about the um, the suspect's previous offending um, wasn't a justification, and that basically that you know that this should convict him. Um, but he, right, that, yeah. that 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 went up to uh, to the higher court to uh, to for them to decide whether that was the correct. Approach or not? Well, I know at um, least one of those judges is going to say was the <laughs> correct approach. This well, is, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because you would have thought, especially in those days, they would have found for the police officer in the first instance, and and then gone up. So I think that's quite a brave decision initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's the right decision, but we'll see if it gets overturned. My thoughts are it will because. He's a copper. Um, well, it's interesting. So, so the it was it was it, it was considered. So, judge, just point out, like Earl sent it up to the court for them to sort of say this, you know, for for them to assess whether what he did was correct. He said, "I'm I'm I'm gonna." So before he was convicted, in essence, before it was like rubber stamped, right. he basically said, "Can you just check that I'm right, right. in my interpretation of the law here?" Um, and then he sat as one of the judges on the bench. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was. I was perfectly right. Yeah, and and what what Pollock said um, was that he delivered the judgment of the court, and he, and he put it in. I, I like his terminology. He says this was a case reserved by my brother Earl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his lordship read the case. We are all of the opinion the conviction was right. Right. Okay. Yeah. The prosecutor said, not having committed a felony known to the prisoner, he was not justified in firing at the, prose- at the prosecutor. So he means the, the victim there. Waters. Um, and was guilty of the felony charged on the indictment. The question as to punishment is not for us to consider, but we are all of the opinion that, that the conviction was right. So they think they think it was correct that his lack of, of knowledge meant that the actus reus, you know, was, was made out. Now it has been argued. That it's wrong because if we ignore the defendant's or Dadson's state of mind and look at the actual facts, what he did was lawful. Mm. They said there was no actus reus basically in, in what he did, but I'm um, you know 
and 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 what they say is that you know I'm, I'm not quite sure why they come to that because I I sort of think the actor's face is there. He clearly shot him, intending to cause him some harm. Yeah. And bearing in mind the defence he tried to rely on was wounding an escaping felon. You know, yeah. he accepts that he wounded him and that he shot him for that very purpose. So the act is is clearly made out there. Um, it's just whether or not there's the defence of of the you know of, of the basically wounding you know if you can rely on this sort of power that the, that the police had at the time of wounding an escaping felon. Um, so if he would have known, if he'd have watched that cops two other times and tried to catch him and co- actually caught him two other times and knew that he'd done this twice before, then in the third time he'd have seen him do it, he could have shot and it would have been lawful under the act. It would have been just, wound, you're allowed to wound a felon and he knows it's the third time he's done it because it's all around the station that either him or someone else has. Yes, yeah, he shouted... Stop! Stop, William Waters! In, <laughs> yeah. in the name of the law, that's your third offence. You know, and there was evidence that he'd done that and then shot him. Then actually, he would have been justified in doing that. Yeah. So I think the argument that it wasn't that the actus race wasn't made out is because of the term unlawfully. It was like unlawfully wounded him. You know what I mean? Whereas actually, like you say, like I say, he he doesn't deny any of the actual physical elements other than the unlawful stuff side of it. Now I, that for me falls into the to the mens rea and the sort of the intent element in that because he can't have known mm. about his situation, so he can't say that he was shooting, he was wounding an escaping felon because he didn't know he was a felon. Yeah. E- even if he strongly suspected it, he couldn't have known that, and, and therefore the access race is clearly made out because the unlawfulness is in. It, it, it's it's quite interesting because it shows the link between the mens rea and the access race. This one in that. Because of his lack of knowledge as to his sort of situation, he has to be perceived as, as acting unlawfully because he doesn't know that he's acting yeah. lawfully. He basically, yeah, the actus race that's made out is he is shooting a man running away. None of ignore the defence. He's just shooting someone unlawfully, isn't he? That he yeah. shouldn't be shooting. Yeah. Also, so, for only nicking wood, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It seems a bit over the top. <laughs> An armful of blood. <laughs> yeah. well, it'd be really interesting to have known what Dadson looked like, but if he's one of those big, ruddy-faced, four-stone overweight coppers, it's like, and Waters is a skinny little athlete, and he's just like, I'm not catching him anyway. Bang! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, it, 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 it does... It, I've raised it because it has been said that the Axis race isn't there and he was convicted... Purely on the mental element, but I I disagree. I think the access race is made out, but because unlawfulness naturally incorporates an element of mental of, of the mental side of things, you can't. It's difficult to separate them entirely, and therefore it's difficult. Sometimes when you're learning about law, this is the reason one of the reasons why this case gets mentioned is that you 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 learn these sort of hard and fast rules and concepts, and then they don't always play out easily yeah. in real life. You know what I mean? So. It's quite clear that the unlawful element, whilst unlawfully, is part of the actus reus. It naturally involves a consideration as to the mental state of the person doing it, yeah. because you know he, in this case, his knowledge is is what determines whether it was whether it was lawful or unlawful. There you go. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. Um, please share it about with your friends or tell someone who you think might listen especially if you know like a law student or someone who might be interested in the law just generally someone who's interested in crime um and that'd help us out 
Thanks a lot.